When we choose somewhere new to live, we want people we care about to come and see it. We want them to see our paint, pillow, and pattern choices, the village, the baker we use, the way we organize our books, our closet with clear containers and labels proud. We want them to get closer to us by seeing us in context. It's kind of narcissistic. Maybe they'll understand us better. Maybe they'll be impressed. Maybe they'll want to move here too. The most important people, of course, are our friends, our siblings, and maybe most of all, our parents. I guess it's a signal that we've made it. We've made choices. We've made a home. Maybe they can worry about us less. Maybe they'll see us as adults. Maybe they'll tell everyone at Temple. This past Sunday would have been my dad's 86th birthday. We lost him this past summer. This episode is his honor. Dad and mom visit us a few times since Brian and I moved here. He liked it. The restaurants, the farms, being near Bard College. But what he really, really wanted for me, the thing that would have brought him back, I think, far more often, was something all parents, I expect, dream of for their children. And the one thing I still have absolutely failed at getting, air conditioning. I'm Matt Zucker, and this is Cityit, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Episode 14, The Most Important Visitors. I think you want anyone coming to see you, whether it's parents, siblings, friends, or folks you're recruiting, to have a memorable visit. It's fun to go out of your way for folks that schlep out of their way. Now, they don't want you to make a fuss, but it's really less about them and more about you. Well, except for air conditioning. Dad was obsessed by this. Our house is from 1847 and designed for wind flows, and yes, we have a ceiling fan. But we also have forced air, and we could add in a compressor for AC. But we've lasted four years without it. Every year, there's two uncomfortable days, then three, then four horrible ones. I feel like we're holding out. It's a source of pride, actually. Dad actually offered to pay for the AC and wanted us to put in one of those units in the ceiling like a restaurant. It was a little pushy, but would it be more comfortable? Sure. Hosting is an art. For all of you out there who think you are good hosts, here is the City at Guide with six big lessons on how to be a great one. Number one, use a personal touch. What does the guest care about? My dad liked to have a clock in the room, so we made sure the guest room always had a little digital one. And as you heard from our friend Liz in previous episode, we also put out guest bottled water. Who knows what pills a guest might, guest might have to take or if they get parched in the middle of the night. Sometimes we also leave a book recommendation on the pillow or a few magazines they might get a giggle out of scattered on the blanket. And if you don't have AC like us, you can have an extra fan at the ready just in case it's one of those, well, horrible days. Number two, create an anchor event. Brian and I once hosted a giant double family picnic for apple picking. We rented chairs and tables and had sandwiches catered and quiches custom made. The main event was an orchard, pick your own around the block. Other weekends, we might organize around a show, or the Sheep and Wool Festival, or a friend's party, or visit Alana, or maybe one day we'll take someone to the pet sanctuary. One event you might want to get yourself invited to is in the spring. It's when the town of Red Hook hosts car soccer on a giant field off Route 9. A giant soccer ball is kicked around by demolition cars, and the goalies are all excavators. The whole town turns out. It will be imprinted in your memory for years to come. Number three, include the outdoors. Regardless of the weather, we put something outdoorsy on the calendar. Even during New Year's weekend when Liz was visiting, we got ourselves up in the morning and took the dogs to Burger Hill for a short hike. It was beautiful, and we bumped into all sorts of people doing the very same thing. Number four, let the guests participate. Guests can be awkward at well-being guests. 
Watch any Merchant Ivory film and you can see it. There's a phony divide between the host and the guests, and we try to blur it as much as we can. Perhaps the guest wants to cook a dish they're good at, or take you out for one of the meals. Some of them, like my brother-in-law, are really handy, so save something for him to install with you, or help fixing. Number five, add more people to the mix. I once visited a friend for the weekend, and he had a bunch of other people show up. At first, I was kind of annoyed. Wasn't I enough? But then I realized he was mixing social worlds, and people like that. The thing he didn't do, that Brian and I have learned to always do, is warn the person coming you're taking them to a friend's, or people will be dropping by. Guests want running water and privacy, not surprises that they didn't bring the right outfit for a dinner party. Number six, provide space and free time. Visiting someone is not prison. Be sure to provide ample space so they don't feel under the watchful eye and have free time to unwind or read those magazines you left out for them. I hate going to someone's house and having them hover and tell me if I do it for you. What we all hope for with our favorite guests is that maybe it will become a regular thing, seasonal, annual, or a certain holiday weekend. Kind of an on Golden Pond, but with more Jane Fonda and less drama. I'm glad my dad got to see and experience our life up here. Choosing to move to farmland was not expected for me, raised in the Jersey suburbs and 25 years in Manhattan advertising. When we bought the house, of course, he insisted on a housewarming gift. This was before air conditioning would become a thing. I showed him a beautiful, slick dining set Brian and I liked from Design Within Reach. I said, well, it's kind of expensive, Dad. Do you want to do the table or the server? He said what he would always say, both. Thanks for listening to City It. Please join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Life. Rate us and comment in the Apple Podcast Store. It helps people find us. Come visit.